Strap in, folks. It's time for the World Series. While the racing bells and Rockford Peaches bellowed out on screen, Rachel and Tandy talk with James Anderson of Unabashedly Obsessed and multiple Movies by Minutes podcasts. Humor, drama, and action. The top of the eighth inning has it all. But first, let's quickly check on the current state of baseball. Anyway, this is Van Grab. I don't know who Van Grab is. Uh, you know what the percentage was for the Mets to win? It was 99.8%. May your feet be swift and your bats be mighty because we are back to the ball game. Welcome back to another inning of a league of our own and what an inning it is. Today's lineup on the screen features the World Series. The 1943 World Series between the Rockford Peaches and the Racine Bells. This did not actually happen, folks. Just a heads up. (laughs) And uh, this is, as our guest put it, the crying inning. Which is funny because you'd think last inning was the crying inning. But really, Penny Marshall just had us pre-cry to get us ready for the big cry (laughs) so that we could talk about this. So what I how I wanted to start today's episode before we even get to know each other. This is how we'll introduce ourselves to our guests or to our listeners. This is how we'll introduce ourselves to our listeners. I'm Tierney Steele and I held it together until they showed Doris crying. And then it was just tears the rest of the way out. Rachel, would you like to introduce yourself and when you started crying? <laughs> and I'm Rachel Mummert. Um, I didn't cry per se. I just, Rachel's a robot. <laughs> I, I, I am it. <laughs> but I, yeah, the same with Doris. And then just the whole interaction with after the game with um, Dottie and Kit when Kit's signing the autographs and everything for those little girls and all. Yeah, just that. I really, that's, that's a good emotional part for me. I cry on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> and our guest today. Hi, I'm, I'm James Anderson and I held it together until yeah until Dottie came out and saw Kit signing autographs that's wow. that's where that's where it always gets me yeah I mean I felt things when they lost yeah. but I was in a sort of cerebral place that we'll get to thinking about winners and losers but then when when they're talking and it's just like Kit wanted it so much and Dottie doesn't really care like she does but she doesn't she cares about all this stuff just just a cascade of things there have been times watching this movie where I have started crying when Kit was traded and not stopped through the credits. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty uh, hefty <laughs> emotional chunk. I mean, you have the trade, you have the telegram, you have mm-hmm. Bob coming back, you have the oh series. God, the it's telegram. like wham, wham, wham. About the telegram. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times I will hold it together. You know, I'll cry at the telegram and then I'll recover. But yeah, this World Series really does it for the tear jerking for me and i yeah. have to admit it's so funny even long before i cried at sad parts of movies i cried at sports movies there's mm, a sure. um and actually mm. it's funny i've seen this it's a genetic thing my mother has cried at parades like there's too much adrenaline and our body's mm. response is oh. to start mm. crying and so yeah. i tend to cry at the end of sports movies regardless of the happy or sadness <laughs> of them and so i can't tell you like I've probably watched Kit running these bases through tears more times than not through tears. 
For me, it's dog movies. Happy dog movie, sad dog movie. Mm, <laughs> we sure. like my husband and I when we were dating went to see I Am Legend, and I I was we were dating, so I was trying to be cool, but I was like crying, and I'm like I'm not crying. And then you find <laughs> out the dog's a girl, and you're like, oh my gosh, and you just start crying again because it's like it's Samantha. So yeah. <laughs> We gotta get you guys on some Airbud movies so we can both oh my reduce gosh. you to tears. I, I actually was just thinking, <laughs> Homeward Bound minute, anyone? Oh my gosh, Other the end of that Homeward I Bound. I will occasionally, that actually, no, the worst one was We Are Marshall. Literally, okay. if oh, I yeah. turn on the television and it's We Are Marshall, regardless of where in the movie, I will start crying. <laughs> and Homeward Bound is kind of like that. Like, even yeah. in a happy, oh, funny yeah. part, it's just like, I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> That's yeah. like me with Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. There's like, when they're in, oh, is it Gondor or Minas Tirith? When he gets crowned and Aragorn says, you bow to no one. And everybody bows to the hobbits. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll give a quick shout out to Lord of the Rings minute because Norman, one of the co-hosts, infamously has been preparing to cry at that scene on a podcast for like five years Yeah, now. <laughs> that and Sam. When Sam says goodbye to Frodo, that's it. It's like... Like, why? <laughs> but yeah, those are my tear moments that have nothing to do with <laughs> this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, I, I will take us back. I will take us back and we will all be fine since we all held it together so well this time. It helps to be taking notes. Yeah. I found yeah. <laughs> like having to write notes really helped me like put things in perspective. My first notes that I wanted to give were just a few quick things on how this is not how the 1943 <laughs> series went for the Peaches who finished yeah. dead last in the league. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the 1943 series, uh, the 1943 season was 108 games. The first half of it, the winner was the Kenosha Comets. The second half of it, the winner was the Racing Bells. And so they met each other in a best of five series, which I've seen referred to as both the Shaughnessy series and the Wic- the Scholarship series. Huh. Wikipedia says Scholarship series, but the books. And then they refer to the Shaughnessy playoffs, so I was a little bit like, Uh, "Eh, whatever. I do not blame this movie for calling it the World Series, though. That's totally legit and fine. So then do... Did they go for like, so I assume Kenosha would have been like, quote, the pennant winner then, because they were the top, they were the team that won the most during regular season? So they split the season in half, and the first half Kenosha won, the second half Racine won. And then they did best of five. And in later seasons, they would do top four teams, playoffs. Oh, yeah. And then a they best really couldn't of this year. for the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Given that it was the first, and there were only four teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they adapted. I think this ender is influenced by, inspired by, whatever we're calling it, the 1946 World Series, which was Rockford and Racine. And infamously, the last game went to 14 innings, nothing, nothing. Wow. Carolyn Morris pitched all of them for Rockford. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And they they won on Sophie Curry's got on base, stole to second, and then the next player, someone, did they hit a home run? And those were the only two runs scored? Oh, shoot. Now I'm blanking on it. But I have a really great children's book that's actually about (laughs) the end of this game. (laughs) That's amazing. What's it called? Dirt in the Skirt. Of course. Classic. This is a little girl's watching the game perspective. That's awesome. So then, um, like I was reading too, you know, it said it was the best to five did they ever move it up to seven because in the movie it goes 
through seven games, which I assume they're trying to keep it similar to what we see today. <laughs> yeah. It was. Actually, and it's funny, the first, um, that 1943 best of five, Racing won the first three games. Like, it was a complete okay. blowout. <laughs> but the last game, they did win at home, which I liked. A little bit of uh, realism here. Yeah, it was it was best of seven after that first season. I'm okay, sure. okay. Definitely by the end of the 40s, it was. <laughs> I, I want to confess something. It, it has to come out at some point. I think it may as well come out right now since we're talking about all the teams and whatever. When I first saw this movie, I was like nine. We saw it in the theater. It took me until maybe preparing for this to... Re- well, no, 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 no. Rockford. It was, re- it was... I was probably in my 20s or 30s before I was like... Hey, Rockford and Racine are real places. Wait a minute. These are real things. Like, (laughs) I had never heard of Racine or Rockford. So I was like, oh, weird. Okay, so they made up, like, cities for these people to be from. It's wild to hear, like, the actual stories of what the actual teams did. That's so cool. Oh, I can blow your mind. (laughs) I had it later in this minute. I looked at the advertisements in the stadium. The Racine Fire Department Scrap Drive, Coca-Cola, Plymouth Cars. And Mm. underneath... Lewis Bakery's Bunny Bread, which is now based in Evansville, (laughs) Indiana, which just messed with my mind because so much of this film was filmed in Evansville, Illinois. Mm -hmm. They also advertise the Hotel Racine, which does not really exist, but at 5th and Wisconsin, which does, you can go on Google Maps, put in 5th Street and uh, Racine, Wisconsin, and find this intersection where this hotel supposedly was. And like, look at the street view. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's awesome. So that was my entertainment for this afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you guys think of this newspaper montage? Because I like that the first six games happen in less than three minutes. (laughs) I know. And then we have 20 minutes of game seven. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it. I mean, it's a classic sports montage. Like, yeah. I actually noted it for the first time this time because I was like, oh, they're skipping to the end. Right. That makes sense. That's a good time usage. Like, get some <laughs> get some good sports plays in there and then and then we'll get to like the last, the, you know, the end game. The highlights yeah. reel. And yeah. I think it's a good way to kind of build, I don't want to say like build tension, but a good way to be like, because you're keeping on like who's who's up in the series and who's not or if they're tied. Yeah. So it's kind of a way to build the tension for the last game as well without actually physically seeing the other six games. And I am in awe because I always forget that this is how movies get made. Penny Marshall said she cut this listening to Sing, 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 the Glenn Miller song. Oh, okay. Because she didn't have the music. And that always blows my mind. I'm like, how could you edit to not the music that's going to play with it? Like, how would that work? But it makes sense if you don't have that music yet, you got to cut it to something. And that's period appropriate. Yeah. So yeah, apparently that's what Penny Marshall was listening to, putting this together. (laughs) Yeah, because you'd almost need something to keep on. Like, this is how it's going to look. And that's pretty close. I mean, somewhat close beat-wise. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense, I guess. (laughs) And my favorite moment of this montage is um, the Ira over-enthusiasm. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. The guy's like, I'll get off me. Yeah. I like that guy's indignation. He he played that like... Dear unknown extra, <laughs> yeah, you're the real MVP <laughs> <laughs> for the first six. We got we got some other MVPs in that in that seventh game, but yeah, yeah, we'll give it to him for the first six. <laughs> and I like near the beginning of that when Doris's fans give her her little her flowers and her gift, yeah. and she's like, "Oh my gosh, for me!" And May's like, well, "Thank them, like, <laughs> like May remember your manners, Doris. say thank you." <laughs> so. 
Um, have you guys already talked about her fans? I'm sure you have in previous minutes. We've mentioned them. What did you pick so, up on them? The one guy, I don't know which one, how, he has glasses and kind of like a, he reminds me of Groucho Marx every single time I see him. He has kind of like the same hair. He has like curly hair. I feel like they both look exactly the same. He was in, I don't want to, I don't want to commit. I think he was in a Get Smart reboot. So one of Doris's fans went on to be much more famous than the yeah. other one. I think that's the yeah. one. I think I saw yeah. he had a picture on the IMDb. Yeah. Yep. Because I was watching The Office the other day and he was in an episode and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's Doris's fan. Yeah. Yep. He always reminds me of what uh, of what the Marx Brothers look like when you see like backstage <laughs> shots of them where they're yeah. not in anything, especially Groucho. I feel like if you just put like a, you know, a, a black mustache, you know, a, a makeup <laughs> black mustache on him, he would look exactly like Groucho Marx. <laughs> and I have thought that since I was, you know, since I first saw the movie. And then I would see him <laughs> in other things and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that guy that looks like Groucho from A League of Their Own. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's a weird association to have but this time every you know both in this scene and in the later woo scene which is one of my favorite uh, parts of this movie i'm like yep there he is looking like groucho and i and i i don't maybe i don't maybe no one else sees it but like that's what i've thought since i was a little kid <laughs> I love the arc that Doris goes on from like mm. May's sidekick, dating the guy who treats her like crap, not feeling like she fits in anywhere. And now she's got fans that come to her games <laughs> and bring her gifts. And it's so, I'm going to make a stand for Doris in this, uh, Doris in this world series is perfection as far as I'm yeah. concerned. And I love Doris's dad, although I'm very concerned that he came from Staten Island to Wisconsin without <laughs> getting a ticket at any point. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's buying from a scalper the day of. I mean. <laughs> we'll talk more when we're getting into the series itself, but I had some thoughts about Doris's chatter that like, oof. Dividing, dividing thoughts about the chatter that she was doing during that last game. Oh, okay. <laughs> it feels fair. very authentic. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll get. <laughs> yeah. First, first, I'm going to take a moment to wax lyrical over the actor in quotes, actor Ed Quinn, who is actually a crew member with an authentic Staten Island accent, <laughs> and that is how he became Mr. Murphy. Doris's father. Yeah. He's not even listed as an actor no. in IMDb. He just <laughs> he gets, has his technical credit. He gets some pretty good screen time. I mean, he gets to talk to the the ticket scalper here, and then later on, he'll get to poke some fun at May, and he gets yeah. some pretty good screen time and a, pretty good he lines. Whole, he looks like my grandfather and every other Irish Catholic guy <laughs> I grew up with, and in Connecticut, in the suburbs of New York. So it wasn't the guys who were still in Staten Island, but the ones who had moved out to the burbs when they had families. <laughs> this was this was every guy marching with the Hibernians. What is this guy? <laughs> awesome. I love how the scalper, like, humor, like, I like watching the scalper's face, like, being like, I'm going to make a sale. I have to act interested in what this guy is yeah. saying. I don't know who the players are. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I'm going to take her out for a steak dinner. And the guy's like, just get your ticket, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, he's, my money. Yeah, he's, he's, I, I used to work at, at Target. And like after the sale is over and the person's still talking to you, you're like, oh, yeah, I need to move on. But uh-huh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
the last time I went to a grocery store before all the craziness happened, the bagger was telling me like his weekend plans. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I was a young kid. Like this was probably his first job that wasn't yeah. like for his parents. And I was just like, uh-huh. But also like get out of my way because I'm very particular <laughs> about bagging right. my groceries. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to hip check you if you don't stop. <laughs> I worked with, when I worked at Kroger, I worked with some beggars like that where I'd be like, D- I'm going to come down there and bag the rest of those groceries. Like, come on, come on. Hurry let's. up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to take us on this tangent, but I did a Taco Bell drive-thru right before like quarantine really came down. I was like, this may be the last time I, you know, get Taco Bell drive-thru in a long time. So I pulled in, I pulled in, it was on my way home and the guy was like, hey, how's it going? I was like, good. He's like, any sauces? And I said, no, thank you. And he said, do you not want sauces because they're too hot? And I was like, no, I'm driving my car. Um, you know, I don't want to deal with sauces. And he's like, oh, okay. Are you coming home from work? I was like, what is Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's like, what do you do? I was like, oh my God, give me my food. Be like, "Uh, I could tell you, but then I have to kill you. Yeah, yeah, sauces, whatever is going to move this along. Be like, I'm a sauce connoisseur. Yeah. Yeah, it it did go like two or three more rounds of questions in before I got my food. Oh man! And all I can think of is the Aston Kutcher movie. No end then. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, he was a sweet kid, but like, I was like, is there really? Yep. Could you be helping? Like, are you just? What's happening here? Like, <laughs> well, speaking of sweet kids, we go into the locker room, and I'm just gonna say, poor Alice, so many times today. I feel like I should have warned you guys in advance because the whole. So we all have to suffer. <laughs> I love Alice. Those who haven't rewatched, Alice doesn't like to change her socks because yeah. she thinks it's good luck. And to be fair, I've heard way weirder things that athletes do. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is somewhat normal, I would think. And wouldn't they have been smelly way before anyways? Like a lot yeah, of the other players probably just phased it out. Yeah. Your your nose goes numb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to open the floor for people who love Alice. Oh, who's love done Alice. a good job? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. it's really interesting how, and I know that it's for later in this. Well, maybe it's not for later in this minute, but I think it's very interesting. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk this back a little bit. I'm wondering <laughs> how much the later switcheroo that happens with Alice has influenced me into thinking she looks so much like Gina Davis. Exactly. She but she does also. There's, yeah, that's what I thought too because there's that one shot later uh, later on in the in the room where um, Jimmy says something to her and Alice goes, hmm? Yeah. And looks for, like right at camera. And I, it, you can see, like you said, you know, while she's not a spitting image or certain, yeah. there's just certain parts of her face that it's like, okay, I can yeah. see the, you know, then you're like, oh, the switcheroo, okay. If you I can put see them that right now. next to each other, it's a no. But yeah, like, yeah. They, re- they definitely have notes of each other. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's a good, yeah, yeah. Speaking of notes, I have a new <laughs> note, something I never noticed before watching today. And okay. I didn't notice it in here, but then when I went back and watched it, I did. Shirley's right hand is bandaged up to the point where I don't feel like she should be on the field later. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that when they go out in the V. Yes. So yeah. I noticed it. She has her hand over her heart in the V. Yes. And I'm looking at all the characters and I saw the bandage. And then I went back and watched the commentary and I see it now. Now that I'm looking for it, I see it here on the locker room. And when they do the go peaches with their hands in later, she uses her other hand. She's not even putting in her damage. Because uh, I mean, so many people have bandages on. And yeah, they've yeah. said multiple times in the commentary that 
every injury you see on screen was a real injury right. that happened. <laughs> wow. Right. Yeah. We don't need so to fake like, those. <laughs> those. Those bandages on Doris's knee later on, oh. that's a yeah, real okay. thing. Like all the tape on Kit's fingers is real. And so <laughs> obviously something happened, but the fact that she wouldn't even put it in for a like team race thing, I'm like, something happened to yeah. your hand and you should not be playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of injuries and how we were talking about our love of Alice, is she the she's the one that got the um strawberry bruise, isn't it? Yeah. Earlier in oh, the yeah. earlier in the movie. Oof. Just got that mental image. Yeah. 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 <laughs> When they cut to her, this is later after the switcheroo, but they cut to her and you see like her arms are all scraped up. I mean, like she's practically bleeding. (laughs) The game has not started yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That pregame bar fight really, that it was a deleted scene. They uh, they just really got into some stuff. (laughs) Uh, We got to talk about the prayer, but I must tell you when we go out and we do the V and we are on that field, the actresses have so many stories of people passing out because it was 150 yes. degrees and they'd all been out drinking the night before. Ooh, not a good <laughs> yep, combination. That makes sense. So the fact that you just said that <laughs> was like, does he know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jimmy's prayer. Uh, first of all, I almost like gasped when he starts getting down on his knee. I'm like, please be careful. Please be I know. careful. Even yeah. he's, he's, he's prepared. He throws that towel down. He's he like, I gotta have something down. on the... <laughs> and his injured knee is like kind of out a little bit. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't fully... Yeah. But yeah, this is the infamous, may our feet be swift, may our bats be mighty, and may our balls be plentiful. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, it's like serious. Like he means it when he, he you know, he's he's getting down like on his yeah. knee because that's not easy to get down or up probably <laughs> at I like all for Whoever him. it was, he's like, I want to lead you on a prayer. And they're like, a prayer? Really? <laughs> yeah. And I love Helen's reaction. She's like, oh, she's just tickled pink. <laughs> <laughs> she's so happy. Yeah. I couldn't believe they let Rosie O'Donnell get away with leaving her arms crossed given that she's yeah. playing a Catholic. But yeah. <laughs> I guess this isn't um, a uh, a day of obligation for her. <laughs> I was trying to think I'm like how do i want to put this <laughs> and that's always another thing i always appreciated about tom hanks's performance is how he goes all in with like the knee injury yeah. and like the limp and how he gets up and down in this scene you know it's like he that would be a very hard thing to be consistent with to remember to that you have an that you're supposed to have a knee injury yeah so good he's amazing hey speaking of tom hanks I got that transition from you. Um, there you go. <laughs> he's in this movie? What? No, uh, we so speak good. of things a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had never noticed how they do, like, the hands all in. It's almost like, I don't know if you, either of you ever played, like, parachute in, like, elementary school where, like, you get underneath the parachute. Like, mm-hmm. he's, oh, he's yeah. like, has all the hands above his head. I had never noticed that before. Like, he's oh, sort yeah. of canopied by the hands. I was like, what a, I mean, I guess he sort of needs some time to get back up off the knee. <laughs> but, like, I've never seen someone do a hands all in where they were beneath the, Me, the yeah. canopy of hands. <laughs> well, one thing I noticed that I I hadn't put together before is that May is the leader now. May is the one who says mm. hands and she gets oh. she leads the go peaches. And what I realized is it makes sense because Dottie's gone, Marla's gone. Kit's gone, Kit's gone. like yeah. May is the leader, and then the person doing the chatter, like, "All right, let's go." One, you know, yeah. Here it comes again. Is Doris, who's May's sidekick? Yeah. Right. So I think that leads in. We'll see after the game. Like May really has kind of assumed 
the leadership role of the Peaches at this point. Oh, yeah. Everyone got a promotion. (laughs) Yeah. And then I like that Jimmy needs help getting up. And uh, we can connect A League of Their Own to another classic baseball movie. Because when he goes, you're killing me, Alice. Yes. 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 It makes me think of The Sandlot. Of course. (laughs) Oh, man. I love that movie. Uh, Jimmy's Fury is one of the funniest things of all time. (laughs) Like, to, like oh, speaking of yes. Hanks going in, I just love when he's just like the the aggressive clapping as he leaves <laughs> the as he leaves the locker room. Oh God, he's just so he's fired up, and it's presenting itself as anger, but he doesn't mean mm-hmm. it as anger. <laughs> <laughs> cracks me up. Angry Tom Hanks actually really cracks me up most of the time. I yeah, would say. <laughs> and just like we'll see later on, like that'll kind of lead to just with Stillwell, he'll be like, yeah. I got him. (laughs) So are we ready to go out into the heat? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's been pretty cold here, so I'm good with that. (laughs) I will now spend the rest of my life looking for cardboard spectators in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because I never spot them, but they're there. (laughs) Like, intellectually, I know this. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) And I had read, too, that, like, a lot of the cast... They kind of worked with like a lot or worked to help entertain a lot of the extras or the unpaid extras that were on set during the World Series. Mm. If it was 115 degrees, I'd want to be entertained by Tom Hanks, too. Yeah, Yeah. he did a puppet show, apparently. Um, Oh, my gosh. And then Rosie did did comedy. And then I said a lot of the cast members pretended to be Madonna and sang her songs because (laughs) Madonna did not want to sing in front of the people. I I don't know if it was just. (laughs) I remember them saying like everyone who had like brown hair that was down basically took a turn being Madonna because from that far away, they couldn't tell. Like Megan, the person who plays Marla talks about that. Like people be like, oh my God, Madonna, we love you. And she'd like walk closer and closer and be like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to think that's not Madonna at all. <laughs> I have a question about the V, about the lineup. Yes. So at the end of the Peaches lineup, there's someone oh. in a Racine uniform. Yeah, is that the... Is, uh, is that a Batgirl? Or looks like, like a, it. I think it's a Batgirl. I don't know what... Like, did they just need an extra person to... <laughs> Make it <laughs> like, even? We didn't have an extra Rockford uniform. <laughs> it's very strange. She looked pretty young. I would I would buy Bat Batgirl like that the home yeah. home team and supplies we, their we own see, uniformed bat person. I yeah, that I could see. If it was the other way around, I would be like, what are you doing? The fact <laughs> that they're in Racine at least lets you be like, maybe that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the V for Victory was something that they actually did before all games for the Star Spangled Banner. And then, of course, I started thinking about how much of the pomp and circumstance that we associate with baseball games now came out of World War II. Yeah. And we just kind of huh. never stopped doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's baseball. <laughs> it's That's this funny thing that I always love when people are like, well, this is how it's always been done. And I'm like, not really. Like, yeah. I mean, for a very long time now, but this isn't right. like intrinsic to the play like right yeah right right we just decided that this is a nice thing (laughs) to do during the war and then we just stopped (laughs) (laughs) but i always think the v for victory looks really cool and then i always i did not cry this time but i do love 
the announce I love the announce the announcers chatter and Doris's chatter are going yes. to vie for my heart the entire rest of the movie but I love this line someone will walk out of here champions yes. of the league and someone else will just, just walk out of here <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. and I'm, I'm assuming you've already talked about Squiggy and all of the associations that actor <laughs> mm-hmm. has with- I call him Squiggy in my notes now <laughs> I know I just it's wrote just Squiggy exclamation point and that was my only note I was like that'll be enough <laughs> I got really confused because I hadn't put together that there were two announcers throughout the film, which makes sense. They're playing at different parts, yeah. blah, right. blah, blah. But the younger guy was a crew person mm-hmm. oh, nice. that Penny recruited to be part of, because he knew like the chatter to do basically. And so she's right. like, oh, this will be great. Like, let's let's get you a hat and a blazer. Come on, this is going to be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and so she, I kept seeing all these references and she kept being like, oh yeah, our crew person, the announcer. And I'm like, pretty sure that that's not <laughs> right and i the first time he showed up and i'm like that is definitely squeaky <laughs> so i was i've never been so relieved to realize like okay there are two different people but right she's referring to the other one <laughs> <laughs> what a weird bit that they've had between them since like, we, i call him a crew, a person. crew member <laughs> yeah. when i'm really mad at him he's crew member <laughs> Hey, speaking of names, do either of you ever refer to Stillwell as anything but Stillwell Angel, or is that just me? I cannot write Stillwell without writing Angel, as I proved in my oh. notes. <laughs> okay. I would just say Stillwell. I can do Stillwell. However, my brain refuses to learn the name of the actor who plays him. Right. <laughs> I sure. know. I'm so sorry, kid. You sound delightful. <laughs> But yeah. I cannot remember your name. You will no, be Stillwell forever. <laughs> Before Stillwell, we have to talk about the shock reveal. And I have to yell because Dottie goes, besides, I'm no quitter. And I'm like, yes, you yeah, are. I, you oh, drove good. off. Good. I'm glad you thought that too. You. Because especially after do after last, you know, last inning, that really, you know, the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, you kind of, you just did. You <laughs> yeah. really did. Yellowstone. You literally quit <laughs> and then yeah. you quit quitting you've quit twice you quit now. quitting <laughs> you're a double quitter and i for one like i like jimmy's reaction where you know he they're warming up and he's like wait 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 wait, wait. who says you're gonna you know why yeah. why do you yeah. think you're gonna play like you can't just come back here you know like you said alice has been catching the past six games which i was glad to you know i guess with the whole newspaper montage it kind of not seeing all the bits of those six games it kind of goes over your head but then because i was always like how the heck you know did Dottie and um, Bob get back so fast, but yep. if they've played six <laughs> games, I'm like from Yellowstone. It's been a week. To- <laughs> I, did, so I did. I did. The one bit of research I did was Racine to Yellowstone. Yeah, uh, yeah, which exactly. Is a Twenty-two hour drive. <laughs> I don't know where they left from, but yeah, that would have been like a full day of driving, like a literal day. Yeah. So hopefully they took it easy because I don't want her playing <laughs> if she's fresh off a twenty-two hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe that's oh man maybe that leads to what and happens at was, the end and she yeah. was driving because yeah. Bob's yeah. foot is injured and Which, you know there's no automatics yet yeah. so <laughs> Dottie drove yeah. To Yellowstone Both and back. Things. Which I had never caught that until I was watching like, last last inning when I was watching the minute or the tr- the inning for last inning. That's a lot of innings I just said. <laughs> but anyways, when 
daddy gets in the driver's side i'm like wow whoa like that's kind of that's kind of you know for the 1940s that's pretty yeah, yeah pres- like, and oh, then i'm so like wait a second yeah <laughs> and then like i saw bob and then i'm like wait a second yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he doesn't have two good feet right now <laughs> so he can't yeah. i like when jimmy says uh did you have a have a little problem with bears did you i, I know love- <laughs> i love that <laughs> I love Jimmy. He is completely <laughs> bowled over and yet still comes up with that comeback. Yeah. Cause he's like, he's probably ecstatic, but so mad at the same yeah. time. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's actually a good mirror image of, of, of later with Evelyn. He's yes. trying to hold in his emotions and be just like cool Jimmy Dugan, but like he's excited and he's, he's like, so happy. Yeah. We're going to win. And how much did it take for him not to just yell out, I told you so. <laughs> Like right at her. So yes, th- this is our Stillwell Angel moment. This <laughs> took 13 takes <laughs> because either Tom would miss him or the child playing Stillwell, who I know has a name that isn't Stillwell Angel, would flinch in anticipation. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I so would on the 13th take, they got it. And you kind of see him like right as he's falling. What's great is it looks like he's stunned for a moment. Yeah. But yes. what he's actually doing is looking at Penny Marshall, who is frantically miming, fall down, fall down. <laughs> that works out well, though, because, yeah, it looks like he's like... It's- it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> I never caught until I was watching it with a closed caption that someone says, Evelyn, he deserved it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love That was Doris, I think. I think it was. Because it makes sense. And I love how Evelyn just like, come on, like get in the yes, dugout. Like, does not by this like point, sh- she's like, whatever. Like, you're not quite an angel. This is oh yeah, no, this is it. She's like, Still, are you gonna stay out there or are you gonna come in the dugout? <laughs> like, no more candy. Like, I'm done with the whole candy thing. <laughs> we don't have time for this. But yes, we're gonna win. <laughs> and again, it's that adrenaline where he's just like, he just wants him to be quiet and he's like, We're gonna win. And he's yeah. so <laughs> Yeah. Jimmy Dugan and I have very different adrenaline responses. <laughs> It'd just be Jimmy like happy crying in the dugout. <laughs> Yeah, I like the back and forth between them because I think he's testing her. Mm. I, I think he's like, Does she, is she is she in this or what? And when she gets the last word in, he's like, all right, good. When she tells him he smells bad, you know, don't you ever have, he needs have, to shave. have a shower? Yeah, don't you ever shave? Yeah, you, you look like crap. He's like, all right, good. Dottie the warrior <laughs> is here. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) One thing I was keeping track of in this game, I mentioned Dottie was out, Kit's out, Marla's out, May is in charge. Betty Spaghetti isn't here either. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming, I'm guessing that the storyline there is that Betty went home to her family. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because I don't see Tracy Reiner in any of the World Series Mm -mm. footage. Yeah. Just had to bring it down before we start playing (laughs) baseball, the most exciting baseball game ever. (laughs) Well, I did count the V. I paused it at the V. And Racine's side... Had three more people than well, that was counting the Batgirl. Hmm. Yeah, so, so they're just showing people. off. Yeah, they're like home field baby. <laughs> yeah, get used to a lot of yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yellow and brown, you're in our town now. <laughs> yellow and brown, you're in, you're our, in town. our town now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yellow and brown, now you're in our town. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there you that go. Gets, that gets the syllables. <laughs> Maybe that's what Cleveland I'm a Cleveland should fan. Adopt. I should be better at this. I was I'm say, sorry. <laughs> orange and brown, you're in our town. <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> uh, can we talk about uh, Doris's uh, infield chatter for, for a little <laughs> yes. bit? Yes. 
I love doors. You are I out, Brenda. Like you, are you are out. That is my exact next note. <laughs> you are out, Brenda. I love that, Brenda. 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 I love the contrast between May's chatter and Helen's quote chatter. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Right? I love Helen so much. Ugh. Everyone is so awesome. Doris is the kind of infield chatter person where if you're on her team, you feel like, yeah. But if you were on the other team, it's like the most, in like, she's practically a catcher. Like, she's like, yes. like the most enraging, yes. like, oh, speaking of the Sandlot, she's like Ham from the Sandlot. It's like <laughs> yes. every little tiny little thing she's going to comment on and loudly. <laughs> uh, and there, it goes through all the, the whole game. My favorite one is when Ellen Sue throws the ball in the dirt and she's like, that looked good to, to me, Ellen yes. Sue. Yes. That looked good to me. Shake it off. <laughs> shake it off. That looked good to me. <laughs> In what way? In what way did that look good In to the you? Twice? Best way. <laughs> Before we move off, I have been waiting this whole movie. We've talked so much about this racing catcher and my love for her. First of all, we need to make clear she is credited as racing catcher. The actress is Brenda Ferrari. You're out, Brenda. They just use her name as her name. You're out. Yeah, Brenda. She has three (laughs) acting credits. Nice. This one episode of My Two Dads and a TV movie. She played the lunchroom lady. Wow. She's Amazing. also been Lunch crew on like lady. a couple things, but that is it. And I love her so much. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> like she just yeah. appears in this movie and then she disappears back out of my life. Yes. But while yeah. she is here. <laughs> she, oh. yeah. Oh, my favorite. So my favorite, one of my favorite moments in this movie happens with the racine catcher. Oh, yeah. I think it's the same one as mine that. too. It's in the, well, I, I love, I can't do that. That's amazing. It's <laughs> yeah. in, this, in this inning when, when she she's kicks. like, come on, we just got to get one out. And Dottie walks by her and she is silenced oh yeah <laughs> what a great choice by yes. that actress mm-hmm. to to let the power like dotty's wake silence her and it she makes does her look like a like again like a like an amazon warrior it's like yes. it's like wonder woman is taking the taking her bat up her her at bat there we go <laughs> and that's one thing i love just anytime you see dotty at bat just her stance yeah. Her face, yeah. it's yeah. just fierce. Yeah. Oh, so it's like, so yeah, good. you just walk by and it's like, yeah, you you, <laughs> you better be quiet. You're out, she, Brenda. You are out. She looks at the other team with oh, awe. It's yeah. like, oh, so good. So good. I think one of my favorite parts is, and it, it, it took me a couple watches to catch it, but uh, when I think Doris is up to bat, and she kicks out at the it's May. Cat- it's May. Yeah, it is May. May That's right. Kicks she her kicks her out at the mask. at the face mask, and she's like, just with the remark that the catcher makes. It's just great. Great. She's like, like real cute. Real- yeah. <laughs> She's like, real cute, thanks. It's just perfect it's- rivalry. Like, just little things like that. Yeah. My favorite is, um my my favorite moment from her is earlier. And it is when Marla says, um after the sign battle, Marla says, okay, I'm ready. And the yes. umpire play, yells, play ball. And she goes, oh, goody. Yes. <laughs> she just has the perfect demeanor to play a catcher. Yeah. Just the yeah. attitude and the remarks. It's just perfect. <laughs> Come on. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. Doris is bringing that energy. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I find myself rooting for Racine a little bit. Is that weird? That's weird. That's a weird thing to say. But <laughs> but like when Doris is doing that, I'm like, oh God, if I was anyone on Racine, I'd be like, can someone hit a line drive down third base, please? Just yeah. a little? <laughs> can you pull I it can to the left? You, yeah. <laughs> pull 
But after Evelyn screws up, Doris gets that last out of the inning. Yeah. That catch is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Rosie O'Donnell was cast on her, abili- like, her ability to play. Yeah. yeah. And be funny. And it shows that catch, like, took my breath oh, yeah. away. Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, I do kind of wonder. You know, it's funny. I was on a podcast about Joe versus the volcano. And oh, were we you? talked so much. <laughs> And that's how I met James. Uh, <laughs> we talked so much about how good Tom Hanks' physical acting is. Yes. And I said on there, I was like, I don't think that's something that gets mentioned very often. Like, if you no. talk mm-hmm. about Tom Hanks, you don't think he's one of the great, like, users of their body on the screen. Right. But this scene with Evelyn shows <laughs> how I love this scene. he is masterful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just from the moment where he crooks, like, his both of his hands, he's, like, kind of crooking them both. Like get over here, get over here, and just his furious contain the containment of his fury. And like he wipes at the end, he like wipes his hands on his shirt, like he cannot yeah. handle. Yeah, he's it. kind of like I have heart palpitations. That was hard. <laughs> the actress Evelyn, who played the the actress who played she Evelyn, like she's gonna get hit. Well, she, yeah. she and like the relief in her face when, yes. he, when it's yes. like, oh, we're you're holding it in. Oh, okay. Thanks. And it's yeah. like she just like she just got held after school to be told like mm, you didn't yeah. put your name on this or something and she's like okay, go okay. Yes, thanks. Great. Okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz she has that look of like what happened before and then as it goes on she's like, "Oh, okay." She's like, "All yeah. right, all right. Thanks, Mr. Dugan." And <laughs> <laughs> She also makes a great sack bunt uh, in, yes. in the, the gameplay. I thought about all oh. the sacrifices Evelyn makes in life and how this sacrifice bunt was one of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, bunts and sacrifices were huge in the real league. That's yeah. one of the like, defining features of it. And that would yeah. be the hardest. I've never, I don't think I've ever tried to bunt or had no. to bunt, but I don't think I would be very successful at it. <laughs> it is infuriating yeah before we get to evelyn's bunt i have to praise the amazingness of may that she gets this oh, rousing the- cheer in her ep- but at she is, this is an away game yeah yeah this is exactly. not rockford yeah. she's she is in wisconsin and they know that this is all the way May. <laughs> i just love how she takes it all in just like yep all right. Uh, <laughs> and she kicks yeah. the catcher's mask. Yeah. Yeah. She She's has like, yeah, everyone's that's attention me. and she uses it to be a bad sportsman. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they're not looking at her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then just on a personal time of quarantine note, I feel like I am being personally mocked because right behind Kit's head is a giant ad for Singer sewing machines. Yes. And mine is back ordered and I have been waiting for three weeks for it to arrive. Oh man. I have everything. I have the elastic. I have the fabric. I have the pin. <laughs> I have maybe the skills, <laughs> but the sewing machine but you won't be, is you won't sitting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> in you a won't warehouse know for sure until it gets there. Yeah. <laughs> I might be the best ever. <laughs> I just keep staring at it being like son of a <laughs> you're going through the motions be like okay here's where <laughs> I don't know yeah, sewing what... terminology so I don't <laughs> you should mime uh, Crack. Yes. sewing until it gets there so that way you, you have, you'll have the muscle memory there we go yes there we go <laughs> what I really love is when Evelyn comes up to bat I never understood this line I thought I honestly I thought Doris was saying something rude about Kit and I just wasn't catching the words but what she actually yells when Evelyn comes up is you get a hit I'll babysit that little yeah. Yes, I love that line. I've never heard that before. That's amazing. 
Oh my god! Because <laughs> that's one I didn't catch until yeah, rewatching this inning, I was like, oh wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Closed captioning, or I doubt I would ever have caught. Like I'd still just be like, huh? I wonder what she calls Kit. <laughs> so does it count? I mean, she technically, you know, she got a. I think uh, Doris is babysitting. I was going to say, if I was Evelyn, I'd be like, that counts. Yeah. I made contact with the ball. Absolutely. (laughs) But yeah, and then I got really sad because I thought Helen was giving a reply sign, which a couple players from the league have talked about. Like, they talk about how they learned so much about baseball playing in the league that you just didn't get at industrial softball league level. And one of the things they were talking about um, that actually Bill Allington was famous for, he he was was a he was the Rockford manager and he taught real baseball like he was a hard ass but you would know so much right. and he taught his players reply signs which is you know the manager does his thing and then you give a sign back and right. everyone who's involved in that play you do not do it unless everyone signs like I right. got it I know what we're doing 10-4 and, right. and so I thought Helen was giving a reply sign. It was like, wow, right after his sacrament, like, that is perfect. This is league play. And then Penny's <laughs> like, yeah, Helen crosses herself before she bats. And I'm like, yes. oh. <laughs> I mean, that she makes does. sense with her character. <laughs> yeah. So I guess. Just kidding. <laughs> or or did Jimmy Dugan tell her that was her reply sign because that's what ah, Jimmy yeah. seen with Yeah, Penny. that would make sense. <laughs> Everyone knows, that, knows that's Helen's character. Thank you, James. <laughs> and going back to like when Daddy goes to bat, like we were, you know, like James was saying how that racing catcher just shuts up. And part of, you know, I'm like, I wonder if they realize like, you know, oh my gosh, it's Dottie versus Kit round one. Yeah. You know, like, so they're like, Ooh. The music knows. The yeah. I actually Gunslinger. wrote in my notes. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. I wrote, the, it's, it's almost like a spaghetti Western now. Because Kit turns <laughs> away on the mound yeah. and yeah. she's like, it's like, Yeah, exactly. It's like a, it's like a, a uh, shootout. Oh, the good, the so bad, good. and the ugly is happening here. Yeah, a Betty Spaghetti Western. Yeah. <laughs> In honor of Betty Spaghetti. <laughs> According to Lori Petty, at some point, someone did hit a line drive back at her. <laughs> sure. <laughs> for this actual ball flying towards your actress's head, the slingshot was used. Uh huh. So that they could get it at the right angle. <laughs> and then I love that as she's like, it came right at my head. And Penny goes, you jocked. <laughs> Just so casual. <laughs> and I freaking love, this is another great squiggy announcer line. Bite me on the butt and call me an apple. I, lo- I had never <laughs> caught that. What does that even mean? I know. Because I had never caught that line before. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, that is that is my new favorite uh, <laughs> announcerism. <laughs> yeah. Find a way to work that into everyday conversation. Because that's probably the most, like, racy that the the announcer gets is, like, saying the word butt. It's like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) What is he encouraging? It doesn't matter. (laughs) I wanted to talk about uh, Kit's mid-inning, inter-inning dugout stuff. Yeah. When they were like, hey, it's okay. You got a bat now. I was like, ugh, isn't that relatable? It's like, I just had like the worst half of an inning of my life. And now I have to go get prepared to do, like, I have to keep going. I have to like, yeah. get back up. I can't let, I can't let this, um, the emotion of this affect me at all. You know, and the fact that she's even crying, Dottie clocks, like the Terminator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
like, is she allowed to look in the dugout like that? <laughs> Morally, no. I was like, oh man, isn't it just the way that it's just like, you know, you, you, it's okay. You got a bat now. It's your, You're the hitter now. You mm-hmm. gotta go. Ugh. I was so traumatized, but because this is the worst nightmare. Like the way she covers herself with her glove because she yeah. knows, yeah. like everyone can see her. Yeah, mm. is she the just, worst. And so yeah. I got, I decided to research radio stations instead. So on the uh, yep. pole is a sign for <laughs> WBZE, which is actually a adult contemporary station out of Tallahassee, Florida. Uh huh. <laughs> however, however. W-B-E-Z, just switching a couple of those letters, is NPR out of Chicago. Uh Uh-huh. Which makes sense for Racine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know in this day and age how far those stations carried, but I assume NPR out of Chicago is a bit stronger than the announcer at a game, so... That's legit. And then, and then this is where I had written down all the different signs and went through and pilled up Google Maps. And then I finally decided that I was going to have to watch the bottom of the ninth with all the music <laughs> that that entails. I did have one moment of joy when I realized that even though Jimmy clearly knows Ellen Sue, called her by her name when she was warming up all that, he's still, yell- when he's yelling girl. to her on the mountain, he calls her blonde girl still. Yeah. yeah. That did my heart good. So I was like, oh, yeah. you're doing so good. But then I'm like, he's probably all hyped up on adrenaline and he's just like, uh, yeah. blonde girl. I like to think of <laughs> it as a pet name. Like he knows yes. her name is Ellen Sue, but you know, we all know that Jimmy calls Ellen Sue blonde girl. That's Yeah. <laughs> also, Jimmy at this point is like having a heart attack yeah. at every moment. His yeah. clap after Dottie, when that, and it, it, like the awkward fast clap and his eyes are just like darting yeah. all over the field. There's a moment where he, I think it's after that inning is over. He doesn't, he's not like, yeah, he just kind of clap. Maybe it's what you're talking about. His eyes are darting around, but I felt like he was kind of giving Kit some respect a little bit where it was like, he wasn't like, yeah, good, good job. Way to go. You know, got another one. He was like, that's Kit. She was on my team. She doesn't get yelled about. Like, we're going to clap. Good play on both sides. Let's, let's move on. I really, I'd never noticed it before, but I feel like Jimmy, Jimmy was giving Kit a little bit of props there, uh, which I Mm. thought was cool. I I like, like Jimmy with the catch, although I got a bruise just watching Dottie go into the dugout. Yeah. <laughs> no one touch it. No one touch it. <laughs> and he's got like his arms out. Yeah. <laughs> and he has absolute faith in Dottie. He he yeah. wouldn't be doing all that if he didn't yeah. think that she could make the catch. I was just re-watching when Dottie goes past the racing dugout and also, <laughs> it does remind it's like Terminator because she just <laughs> like her face is just like you know, nothing, yeah, no emotions. Just like, nothing. <laughs> it is heartbreaking. And then I definitely refer, I mean, I love this moment, like Kit coming up, the music, yeah. the announcer going like one for three today. But then I always, with the musical cue after she goes up to Ellen Sue, I call it the squat of betrayal. The squat yes. of betrayal. <laughs> yeah. My friend Nikki and I growing up, we'd just be like, man, when you hear that music, you know it's going <laughs> down. <laughs> and I always yeah. feel bad for Kit, like especially after rewatching this, because it's like, man, she just got, you know, it was yeah. just the top of the inning. She was just mm-hmm. pitching, throwing, throwing, throwing. And now they're like, you got to go bat. And it's like, I'd yeah. be like, oh, my yeah. arms just, no. <laughs> it seems like a short time that, you know, I would think the pitcher would be a little further back. But yeah. it depends. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they're obviously late. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Is it? I have a question. Is it betrayal? Or is it Dottie finally being like, you know what? This is the last inning, the last at bat possibly of the last, you know, of the last game of the World Series. I'm pulling out all the stops. I'm re- I respect Kit enough. I think she can do it. I'm going to use what that I have. That is bull. 
crap. Okay. It's so oh, hard crap. to. She so, goes up to the pitcher yeah, and just, tells her what pitch to throw to was, get yeah. her only sister out. Because <laughs> that's like the hard thing against, you know, with the argument against if she let her win or not is because she tells the pitcher, you know, yeah. she can't lay off him. Right. All you like, gotta <laughs> do is let Kit take her chances naturally. Okay, but but this is Kit, the Terminator. <laughs> Kit, would Kit have wanted it any other way? Kit was saying the whole movie, "Stop treating me like a kid. Stop baby huh? babying me. Stop stop being light with me. I want to play. Be rough with me." So if she wants to win, she has and to I earn think this it. Is, I think this is if you have the inside information. I think you use it. And I think that Kit, when she hits the ball on that third pitch, look at Kit's face and then look at Dottie's face. You see Kit being like, ha, I almost want to be like Kit practiced hitting high fastballs because she knew because Dottie was always getting on her about it so what would you do you'd you'd say hey coach Racine I can't hit high fastballs and I always want to swing at them I really want to practice can we can we practice that because when she hits it there's a look of like ha you thought I couldn't hit it and a look on Dottie's face of like well uh Dottie is in shock at first (laughs) yeah Yeah. no I absolutely think that and I think a manager would insist on that be like I'm sorry what now and that (laughs) happened all the time because players change teams so often, usually not mid-season. I shouldn't say that. There were trades during the season. But um, when you signed a contract to play in this league, you actually signed your contract with the league, not the yeah. individual team. Sure, that makes sense. So to keep the teams competitive, I'm pretty sure it was 10 players. Each team could say, these 10 players are not touchable. They are ours. Back off. Uh-huh. That meant that everyone else on your roster was free game and the league would reallocate players oh to even out the team. Hmm. And so you have people who played nine years in the league and played for 10 different teams. Like, <laughs> And then also the teams were moving and stuff. They weren't, yeah. ten, you know, right. but like between moves, team name changes, and that there'll be like this huge list yeah. of teams played for. It reminds me of like early football when the- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they all knew each other they all knew each other's strengths and weaknesses but i, Look, I it was I, it was a bad look- move yeah. The look Kit gives her after the second strikeout, I call the I know it was you, Freda yeah. look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the look Kit gives Dottie. <laughs> I wanna I wanna I wanna walk it back. Dottie was wrong to do it. I'm not saying that she that, that it was justified. I'm saying like if it was Kit and Dottie in a in a, a void where it's mm-hmm. they're just talking and they get to hear each other's thoughts, and Dottie's like, should I tell Ellen Sue or shouldn't I? I think Kit would say, Go ahead and tell her. Let's see how it works out for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that is also not right is the fact that I have yet to find a gif or jif or whatever you want to call it of Doris screaming, one more, one more. And wouldn't that be extraordinarily yeah. useful on the oh, internet? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, even the I coach- can't tell you how many times I've gone looking for that. Well, speaking Sorry, of like uh, Dowdy telling Ellen Sue, even the racing coach after that first strike, he's like, "Lay off the high ones." So it's yeah, like he says the exact <laughs> phrase. He knows all about her her wanting high fastballs. Yeah, he knows mm-hmm. all about it. If he didn't have her working on it, then he's a bad coach. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. I she obviously knows. Working that. On it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that she gets that hit, and it's a. It's like ha. Ah. Yeah, yeah. One time, 
I was playing my when in my brief little league stint. I loved the high fastball. I loved anything. I would mm, I would actually yeah. prefer to have gone down swinging than not. I tomahawked a way too high pitch. It was like one of my only times ever hitting the ball. I was a I was a tremendous tremendous athlete, and I got like they I hit it and they got me out at first or whatever. But like it was it was I always feel like I always remember that when I watched this part of the movie because I'm like there's no way she should have hit that. That was yeah <laughs> like like that was when because yeah. my bat was literally vertical like when I hit the ball <laughs> like that's not how you're supposed to swing at all. But I was like I'm mm-hmm. hitting this this dang ball and and she hits the ball and she I think there was a strategy there i think she knew dotty was gonna gonna use that information and oh, she was yeah. gonna switch it on her and i will say like you said you know you swing it you just want to swing it anything it's like i do yeah. and i i have to say like i do swing kind of like kit does because you just put so much momentum into that because you just want to like hit the crap out of it that your whole body just almost like twists around itself it's like mm. absolutely but yeah she does kind of go fishing there a little bit she, get she that hit. <laughs> <laughs> now we critique kit's batting stance quite a bit on this show but yeah. one thing we cannot critique is kit's running. base running yes yes because as laurie petty points out she was very careful to make sure that her foot touched every base on mm-hmm. the way around she Good. absolutely she ran it right and she was one of the players who had been out partying the night before and was now making a movie in 115 degree heat and penny calls her out on the fact that after every take of this she threw up oh yeah i would imagine sure, heat sure. plus running ran over oh. and puked her guts out running and heat and liquor <laughs> but she's so cute because she's like but that's not on television right now. <laughs> <laughs> what I always wonder, and I, when I was watching Evelyn go after Kit's hit, is how she gets her hat to stay. And I wondered that earlier when her and Jimmy were talking. How she gets her hat to stay it's on like her head. Because it's just like sitting yeah. like right just back on her hair. And I'm like, hmm. It's 40s hair magic. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just athletes. All women in this decade had like magical hat wearing abilities. Do you think she pinned it? Would it have been pinned on? I think I'd they're probably, pinned. Probably, yeah. Huh. I think they're pinned. Yeah. Who else was so proud of Evelyn hitting that that cutoff man? Yes. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and Squiggy comments on it. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Like I said, this just doesn't. But like you watch them go over each other. And that's why I'm always like, I am not team dropped the ball on purpose. Like you watch the way they fall and the way it's. It's a stunt double. But the way <laughs> Dottie goes over backwards and it's just like, oh, that looks natural to me. That like, that's what your body, that's what your arm would do when you were like half unconscious. I just wonder why, why the they always. Freehand. Yes, that's what I was going to comment on. <laughs> you were not the As first an experienced to- <laughs> catcher, you'd, you'd have that secure in the mitt. She had time. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I just love Kit's face coming down that uh, home stretch. Like <laughs> yes. it is just like. She's in it all the way. Like, no, she is not stopping. <laughs> no, coach, yeah, she's what? not. What base coach? <laughs> like she, yeah, yeah. She's like, nope, I'm going home. And she's like. <laughs> you see Don, Dottie's face was like, wait, she yeah. was supposed to stop. <laughs> yeah. I think part of her just wanted to just do what she did. Just be like, you know, just totally crash into, just be like, yeah. get out of my yeah. way. I'm winning this Absolutely. for our team. Like, <laughs> yeah. I will take you down. Uh, I think Kit wanted it more. And I and they say mm-hmm. that later, but I think whether or not Dottie subconsciously let go of the ball or whatever, Kit wanted it more, and that I think that that showed results. 
that's and I could see it kind of being hubris on Dottie's point because later when they're talking and Kit's like you are blocking the whole plate and like you said it's not like Dottie isn't an experienced catcher if right. she didn't want to be in the way she didn't have, because my thing is what did she think Kit was going to do be like oh well you've got the ball and you're in the base path I guess I'll stop running because you're clearly <laughs> going to get me out now yeah. <laughs> a pickle situation maybe she was holding onto the ball because she thought it was going to be a pickle oh yeah oh yeah Huh, I can see I that because she you see the shock in her face that Kit yeah. is coming for home. Oh, yeah. And there is do you think there was that little part of her brain that's like, she's not really gonna <laughs> run into me. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Me yeah, she she's been walking around like a warrior, like the Terminator the whole time. This Kit is gonna run into me? Nah. <laughs> Cause you see it in her eyes. I really like that because that gives us an excuse for her to be holding the ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Sandlot. <laughs> <laughs> You've given us so much. <laughs> so, Rachel, now that you have seen the deleted scene about Harvey Bars and Mrs. Harvey, can you also <laughs> only think of Clark Gable chocolate bars when you see this one? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> James, there's a very early deleted scene where <laughs> Har- Harvey talks about his wife's great... His wife came up with the idea to make chocolate bars in the shape of Clark, Clark Gable. Gable. <laughs> and then it's like they didn't sell, so he's like, so she had to eat them all herself. Oh. Just imagine her bringing like a purse full of them in with her every game. That's amazing. <laughs> the way she like takes a bite with pride is yeah. like the best. Yeah. <laughs> That's not where Clark bars came from, right? Hmm. I mean, I don't, I mean like this is clearly a fictional movie. There was no Mrs. Harvey, but like Clark Gable didn't have anything to do with Clark bars. That is an excellent question. Do you, did you guys ever see the movie The Babe? I'm sure I'm sure you did with uh with John Goodman as Babe Ruth. I can't say that I have actually. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a bill. I remember it existing, but I don't remember watching it. So like, there's a in the movie they claim that baby that baby Ruth bars are named after Babe Ruth when they are absolutely not. Oh yeah. <laughs> but this feels the same as that where it's like who knows where candy bars came named came from we could just say whatever <laughs> so i'm sure clark was the name of the town or the name of the last name of the person the or irish immigrant who invented them yes. david l clark there we pittsburgh go. pennsylvania there in 1917 boy pennsylvania on that chocolate grind though they have a spun taffy <laughs> core i'm reading i'm like what wow clark? i've never had a clark bar Real before right now spun taffy okay okay I was hearing cotton candy for some reason, and I was like, <laughs> in a chocolate bar? That's, oh, that I, I, I can get behind taffy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, they originally included a caramel, quote, center of attraction. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want that to be a chocolate industry term so much. Like, oh yeah, you got to have the center of attraction or the chocolate doesn't set right. (laughs) All the big chocolate magnates know that. (laughs) And then my next note is when I started crying. Doris, Doris crying. Rosie O'Donnell crying really gets me in this movie. That's what I finally figured out with Star Wars movies is that my emotions will mirror Chewbacca's. And if oh, Chewbacca sure. gets upset, I'm going to get upset. <laughs> and I think I think Doris might be the same way for me because I was really doing okay until... And then when Jimmy says, come on, you played a good game. And just like, the way he kind of... Re- yeah. He reaches over and kind of like, you know, you know, pats her leg or her yeah. knee kind of mm-hmm. like 
mm-hmm. good game, good game, you know. You know, Doris is Chewy and May is Han Solo actually really yeah. kind of works a little <laughs> <Yes>. bit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Rachel, I got more merch ideas now. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. So, Tierney, you said that your emotions mirror Chewbacca's. Have you ever, like, inadvertently sprung an Ewok net trap <laughs> just randomly because you were hungry? I, I have not sprung an Ewok net trap. That's good. But if you hung out with me in college, there were some ill-advised food runs <laughs> in the night that kind of had that same vibe going. <laughs> in a Purely way. from lack of Ewoks is the only thing that makes <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Like, it wasn't raw meat, but like, pizza slices, yes. <laughs> I showed my family Return of the Jedi for the first time this weekend, and I had forgotten about the Ewok net trap, and I was like, ugh. For some reason, I was like, Chewie eats whatever the rest of the meat, blue milk, I guess. <laughs> and to have it be like, yep, there's just a dead body right there. And Chewie's like, ooh, dead body, Yum. my favorite. I was like, oh, Chewie, come on. <laughs> Chewie, get it together. <laughs> yeah, pull yourself together. But yeah, they go, oh, this, when she's, when she jumps in front of the crowd, that little, she's so tiny, she's so happy, and they're chanting her name. Uh-huh. And that's what got gets me is, you know, finally, because, you know, in the uh, beginning when they were playing for the dairy team, you know, everybody was like, yeah, daddy, daddy. And, you yeah. know, this time it's like, it is her. It is Kit. Uh, it is finally her realization of her dream. Yep. Absolutely. Love that. Also, she's number 23, so there's like a Jordan thing going on, which is fun. Which, (laughs) yes. And that is not an accident. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) She's from Chicago. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, You don't put the number 23 on someone in the early 90s and not have it be... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in a sports movie like <laughs> no yeah i get that <laughs> yeah it's so funny i remember when i was young a lot of people like my you know like you said we were kids a lot of people being like but the peaches lose and that's weird right because like this is a movie about the peaches but they don't win at the end it took a lot to wrap our heads around that yeah, yeah. made you think what does it mean well i i took a note i kind of teared up a little bit because I was like, it's so weird how, oh my God, Nailbiter, come from behind victory is someone's, we thought we had this in the bag, heartbreaking loss. Mm-hmm. Like it's the, it's the one person's going to, one team's going to walk out of here champions and the other team's just going to walk out of here. It's that exact thing. There's going to be one and there's going to be the other. Ugh. Yeah. I can't watch when they show the other team crying after. I cannot do it. <laughs> I, I do love how they keep going back to the Racine dugout and the music swells each time. So it's like, and it goes back to Racine. It's like, Ba-da-da. they have all the sad music and then it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, the, you, you, have, like you know, one eye clo- one eye is the sad eye and one eye is the happy eye. Yes. <laughs> blinking back and forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when we get to the locker room and everybody's kind of chit-chatting and, and such, and like we were saying, like May kind of before the game began, you know, ever since Dottie and Kit and Marla and Betty were gone, she kind of became the de facto <clears throat> leader. And you can kind of see that in her interaction with Dottie. She's kind of like, yeah. you know, just it's the way so she's weird. Like May is consoling Dottie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and how much uh, like playing meant to May as well. You know, yeah, it meant a lot, a lot to May just to get her out of where she was before. Yeah, yeah, but it's so funny because we've seen May's always been a great player. But May being the one like, okay, see you on the bus is like, yeah, whoa, that is, that's the change for her. That's her character growth. Yeah. And she gets to do it all wearing those fabulous sunglasses. sunglasses. I know. (laughs) (laughs) She looks fantastic, but oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say. Because you're going to talk about Doris and I love her. (laughs) Doris is, is, says that she could eat a whole cow and I'm like, good, your dad's buying you that. That's exactly (laughs) what I thought too. I'm like, perfect. See, they are related. <laughs> yeah, Doris's outfit was the one I related to more. Like, Ellen Sue looks absolutely gorgeous. Dottie yeah. has the silk slip on and May looks, and I'm just like, nah, the one wearing the plaid blazer and saddle shoes. <laughs> <laughs> with our hands, in the, like, talking with your hands, but your hands are in your pockets. Yeah. So your right. coat is, like, going everywhere. Right. That's definitely been me. We get a quick Saskatchewan burn from Alice. Yes, I was just going to say that. Because we have Helen being... Being ever the optimist. My mother said, Alice, if at you first said you it don't was s- lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you like ice fishing. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see an Alice Helen spinoff, please. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be the Dottie and May 2.0. Yeah, a league of their own. Or Doris and Doris and May. Sorry, I said Daddy. (laughs) Ah, and then I start crying all over again because all these little girls are gathered around, wanting to grow up to be ball players, and the league folded in '54. So, well, (laughs) they did not. I'm looking at a couple books that were written by people who grew up going to games and then as adults were like, wait a minute. Ugh. So yeah, I'm looking at uh, Susan E. Johnson wrote about, uh, was it the 50 World Series? I, but there's a bunch of those where it's like, well, I didn't get to play because I was a kid, but still telling people about it. Ugh. Has Penny, did Penny Marshall have any, she's not old enough to have been, does she have any? I don't think she had any personal connection. She saw the documentary Documentary. that was made by one of the player's sons. Right, right, right. Or I don't know if he made the movie. (laughs) So one of the player's sons became a major leaguer Mm. and talked about the fact that he learned, because everyone's like, where'd you learn to play baseball? And he said, my mom taught me. And everyone went, huh? And he's like, yeah, my mom played (laughs) professional baseball. (laughs) And that kind of got the ball rolling. Uh And so there was a documentary called A League of Their Own, which Penny Marshall saw. She went to Cooperstown for the induction when they opened the women in baseball exhibit. That's how we got this. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm sorry if you've told that story seven other times. I <laughs> No, no, no. I don't think we've said it all the way through. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> Can you take me back to the beginning of the movie and, and just we all your thoughts? shout out Helen Cannadale. Is that how you say her name? But... Shoot. It's one of those things. And it's the same thing where like, you never hear any of these things. You're always reading them. So it's like, wait, I have no idea how you pronounce this person's name. Right. It was Helen Callahan, which is very convenient since that's my last name. Right. Um, I know I introduced myself as Tierney Steele, but I have a professional name and a married name. Um, but C-A-N-D-A-E-L-E. D-A-E-L-E. Wow. Cannadale. Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. So thank you because that was great that this exists. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Aw, played for the Expos. Aw. <laughs> That's adorable. And other teams as well, but <laughs> just just throwing that out there. Oh, as soon as she said, like, be good, get dirty. Yeah. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. 
Like, I, I love that. That's that's always been a, a lovely sentiment for her to say. Yeah. I love it. I do like in this scene early on, when like, as she's signing and talking to the little girls, like, she has a towel and she's, like, just kind of wiping and she just goes here and tosses it to, like, I assume it's, like, one of the bat girls. <laughs> she's like, yeah. here we go. <laughs> she's a pro. Yeah. Yeah. I just love her interaction with those. Yeah. That's like Who one of those for? racing. That's what I thought you yeah. said. Yeah, <laughs> and you can see how much her playing the game means to her, and how much that influencing the younger generation means to her as well. Yeah, I wrote down Dottie doesn't care about this life, but Kit loves it. Like she does. Yeah. Like Dottie does, but she's fine leaving it behind. Like yeah. she wants other things more. Yeah, but this is Kit's like like whole thing. Kit is like Scrooge McDuck diving into just fame and glory. Like you know, people wanting your autograph. Oh, so so cool. No one's ever wanted that because she's always been in the shadow of Dottie, and so it's like the torch has passed and all that stuff. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm sobbing during this whole scene as well. <laughs> I'm gonna call out something that Penny Marshall said, which I don't know that I agree with, and I haven't agreed with everything that she has said in this commentary. When they're outside with Bob, she says Gina's character was afraid of life. That's why she let le- you know. That's why she goes to Bob. That's why she goes back to Oregon. I don't know that I believe Dottie is afraid of life, but it is, I, I see where she's getting it. I mean, we saw from the, from that first scene on the farm where she's like, this is fine. I'm good with this. I got my guy. I got my work. I'm cool just doing this. I have no problem being big fish in a little pond forever. Yeah. I don't feel like she was afraid of life. I feel like, I don't know. I looked at it as sort of like a, when I was an adult, I put away my childish things. I think she sort of looks at the league and the whole thing as like, I'm married. I'm going to go back to the life that I had for myself. My husband's back from the war. I'm going to move on. We have a dairy yeah. farm to run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like, go let Kit play with, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not meaning to be, let Kit play with the other girls. Like it, it's a girl versus woman thing i feel like it's like she's made her choice mm-hmm. i don't think she's afraid of anything no i, I i'm unconvinced that Dottie is afraid of an, of anything at all yeah <laughs> <So>. oh yeah <laughs> yeah i don't buy it i don't buy it like i think she's just kind of a very much a roll with the punches life yeah. like she's yeah like we you know she was fine with life as it was in oregon but then you know the chance came up and she saw how much it meant to kit to have this yes. experience and she and you know daddy really is good at it and really does enjoy it but like you said you know she put she's able to put that away yeah when her other you know the other major part of her life steps back in she's yeah. able to step back and be like, this part of my life is done. Now on to the next. And, you know, she even says, you know, they want kids. So it's like, you know, it would be hard to, for daddy to, you know, try and be like, okay, do I want to keep this kind of lifestyle with the league yeah. and everything and the grueling yeah. schedule? Or, you know, how do I step away and have a family, you know? Yeah. yeah. I've mentioned before there were players who had kids and all the examples that I have seen, I'm I'm not saying this is the only way this ever happened, but all the ones that I've seen come up, they were from the area. Or okay. by the time yeah. they had kids, they lived like in the town they were mostly with and their families did too. Yeah. They had a support system yeah. built in Absolutely. so that they could play this way in the summers. Absolutely. And even then they're like, yeah, it kind of 
sucked. Like I went away for spring training and by the time I got back, my daughter was like, had grown. (laughs) Oh yeah. Even that was hard. I think Donnie's leaving on her own terms. Yeah. The idea of like having your family back in Oregon, which is where Bob is going to be working and based out of, but you go to Illinois to play baseball four months a year does not feel sustainable. (laughs) Yeah. Let me know when there's a national league or a, you know, West coast league. Like, yeah. (laughs) So if Bob had not gotten injured and discharged, I assume, you know, would she have kept going? Or, yeah. you know, I mean, with if everything yeah. else would have proceeded, you know, Kit still playing for Racine and such, would Dottie have still kept playing the next season until the war and ended or until the war and ended. Bob came yeah. home? I think so. I could see that because, yeah. I mean, yeah, she gets along better with her parents, but Kit, uh, Dottie doesn't want to, like, go live with her parents alone. Yeah. Like, that's not... <laughs> yeah. That's not any fun. Right. (laughs) You know, at least when she's out here, she has a group of girls she lives with. She finally, like, got on good footing with Jimmy. So I could see that. I loved loved Bob meeting Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I wrote down. Now, tell me if you agree with this or not. I said work husband meets actual husband. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They're (laughs) kind of like, yeah. They're fanboys of each other. I introduced my wife to, like, People, I don't use the term work wife. I think it's a little weird. And I think it's a little weird I wrote that in my notes. But it I've is a term. It's a term. <laughs> I've used I've introduced my wife to to my friends at work and it's been it's been like, yeah, so you each see a different side of me. Anyways, talk amongst yourselves, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like it's and it's just as awkward now. It's like, oh, I'm a big fan of you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. see ya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite, she's going to hate me for the story, but my Mash Minute co-host, Megan, her husband is named Mike. Her work husband, if you were going to use that term, is also named Mike. Oh, sure. <laughs> so, Makes like, it easier. all her stories are hilarious. <laughs> my Mike and Hell Mike. Um, I love Bob and Jimmy meeting each yeah. other. And then I love right before they get on the bus, she's like, so... That was Bob, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just that little like, yeah. <laughs> they look so young. I was, when it was, the camera was going from from Tom Hanks to Gina Davis to, to Bill Pullman. I was like, good Lord, these are children. And I know they <laughs> probably weren't, but like, they all looked like their clothes were just a little bit too big. Like it looks like the end of Big almost. I was like, is is Jimmy shrinking? What is happening? Like it was ninety two, so like Tom Hanks was at the beginning of his like I'm serious actor Tom Hanks now. Mm-hmm. Bill Pullman wasn't president yet. Right, exactly. He wasn't even a newspaper guy. Well, he was that same year. Anyways, but yeah, they all looked so young. It was it was wild to to see that whatever however the camera was shooting took like fifteen years off of them or something. I don't know. It was weird. What's that glow? What Whatever, uh, speaking of children. Nice, nice. <laughs> now, back inside, while we're all sobbing, did Kit just leave her home forever? Yeah. On less oh, than 24 yeah. hours notice? Because even yes. Dottie <laughs> says, you know, asking her when she'll be home, and she's like, yeah, and then she's like, Christmas? And she never gives it, like. She's like, I don't yeah. know. And then she's like, but it doesn't matter, because you're coming back next year, right? And it's like, this feels like something you need to resolve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't just never see your parents again kid (laughs) well even like you get the feeling at the beginning of the movie and coming up at the 
end of the movie. She's always traveling yeah, around the world she's with that always husband so, of hers. Yeah, <laughs> that they don't really see each other on a regular or semi-regular basis. Yeah. It, it's just so funny that she's like, oh, I'm thinking of staying out here. Oh, I'm not coming home for Christmas. And I'm like, dude. Also, you do realize now Dottie has to go back and tell her parents that. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. That is that is a mean sister move to make <laughs> your sister be the one to tell your parents. Like, so I don't think Kit's like ever returning. And they'd be like, Dottie, what did you do? <laughs> like, why is she not yeah, coming right. back? They'd be like, what did Kit do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, I love that it's basically set up a, like, oh, Kit's parents won't notice. And it's like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you have two children and one of, the, and they both go to Illinois and one of them never comes back, you will notice. <laughs> you know, it seems to me we had two children at one point. <laughs> Well, and Kit always seemed like she would be the more rambunctious yeah. one anyway, so they, <laughs> you'd notice. I feel like Dottie is the best person to deliver that news of anyone. Yes. She just gives that Terminator stare. She's yeah. like, Kit's not coming home. Stare. Her parents. She's just yeah. looking through the window, finding the perfect opportunity to tell them. Because <laughs> you know they're not going to ask. No. <laughs> right, right, right. I assume she was in the barn. <laughs> Where have you been this whole time? <laughs> She's always just in the other building. (laughs) Like, oh, I think she's in the house. Oh, wait, no, she's in the barn this time. (laughs) I love the sister fighting. Yes. I freaking love it. She's like, you think I'm going to miss that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's because that to me, like, we were talking to previous guests who have played sports and like, you do miss it. Yeah. It is like pushing a bus, putting on catcher's gear. These are not enjoyable things, yeah. and yet you would miss them. Yeah. Yeah. The work is the is the thing. I mean, it's, you know, life is what happens when we're busy making other plans. Like, the, even putting on, like, a play or whatever, it, which is, you know, which brings it into my realm of, of knowledge. <laughs> uh, like, you know, the, the parts where you're like, ugh, I'm so tired, or ugh, I have to build this, or ugh, I have to carry this over here, or whatever, that's the stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the actual game you play or play you put on or whatever is just the end of it yeah you remember the stuff you know the going on you know going to the the suds bucket and like all that stuff i stage managed for three years i couldn't tell you anything that happened like actually on the stage yeah. being yeah. performed yeah the the fact that me- that lines are memorized at all is wild yeah. to me like it like even me and like so there was one point where i had not only my lines but like everyone in the scene with me's lines memorized that's wild to me because i don't remember a lick of any of them <laughs> <laughs> that is gone. <laughs> that is lost and gone forever. But I do remember the bit I had with the guy that played the prince in Into the Woods when, you know, this certain part of this song. Like, I, I remember the, the silly jokes and backstage stuff and mm-hmm. pushing the bus. Well, we didn't have to push the bus. It was better bus. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff is what you do remember. I do remember something that happened on stage. <laughs> I remember watching Tom Elpert learn the hard way that you mime eating bread when you are playing <laughs> Oliver and have to sing. <laughs> Oh, actually man. take a giant bite of the bread oh man <laughs> and i will i cannot hear the opening notes of where is love without thinking of him just like trying to sing through just a mouthful <laughs> of food he was and this was high school he's like i didn't know i wasn't supposed to really bite it we're like oh this should have come up earlier <laughs> we've never given him bread in rehearsal <laughs> <laughs> and he's like goes on with the song and he's like <coughs> yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> sorry i got bread in my throat <laughs> that was the same 
same thing. A bench broke in the middle oh, of um, the tavern song, but it, we, <laughs> but the actors went with it, and so it kind of worked. Oh, cool. Like, because yeah. <laughs> it's a body raucous song, so it's just like yeah. yeah. And then a bunch of people, the bench broke, and they fell onto the floor <laughs> and laughed hysterically and kept going, and I was so proud of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best when that happens. Yeah. Anyway, this was like 20 plus years ago. And I yeah. still remember it like it was yesterday. Like Dottie may not miss this because she is a Terminator, but <laughs> right. she misses this. <laughs> right. Absolutely. She's doing what Jimmy tried to do much better. Like save yeah. emotions for later <laughs> when you make it to Yellowstone for a second time in, you know, as many weeks. And then you have like a quiet cry to yourself amongst the nature and stuff. I'm not saying I advocate for it. I don't think she should be hiding her emotions like that, but she's doing a a heck of a job doing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, just like how her- much do you think Bob teases her when they get to Yellowstone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys are married, you know, you have to do that. Like, you <laughs> right? sure you don't go back? You sure? <laughs> you sure this time? <laughs> and I, I imagine Dottie looking to her right as she is driving and just giving him a look and he's like, okay, Wanda, Oregon. (laughs) Um, This little bit out in front of these buses. Yes. This is what the studio wanted for the end of the movie. Was the the nag and mule bit? Yep, yep. And then they get on the buses and the buses drive away. Fade to black, credits roll up. They did not think people would feel an emotional connection with these old people who they what? haven't seen oh the whole movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the best. Well, no, it's not the best part, but it's crucial. <laughs> Yeah, it's crucial. they wanted their yeah. stars. They wanted Gina Davis. They wanted Tom Hanks in the last scene. What do you mean? <laughs> Ugh. They get a and little. I hope, Penny, I hope Penny Marshall gave them gave that was them basically the business. Her. Yeah, <laughs> that was her response. She did say she did a test screening with it, and it didn't test as well. So, hmm. did they have the beginning part? I don't know. Okay, because without the beginning part, it, it's a different movie. Yeah, but at least you're not. But like, it had to. And have then the Dottie book, remembers yeah. this, and then we fade to black, and I guess Dottie dies. I don't know. Like, <laughs> we never know. <laughs> yeah, she died remembering this. I'm not sure we faded to black. It's like the Madonna end of Titanic. Singing, did the old quiet. lady die or did she not? Yeah, was this all a dream? <laughs> <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan, A League of Thrones. <laughs> well, in a way, in the end, you do get, in a roundabout way, you get uh, Tom Hanks in, you know, plaque, a plaque way. Oh, it was way. so cool to see him in a museum. And you get Gina Davis's voice. Yeah. So you get a little of both. <laughs> I think, well, I know this is, hey, we get actually, we get a little flash of, of older Dottie. So I'm going to say this. Yeah. I think the casting on, on older Dottie was excellent. Oh, yeah. Because I, I had always assumed that that was just Gina Davis in makeup. Yeah. And then it's it, like, it was oh, no, it's not. Done. Yeah. Lori Petty, future Lori Petty was great. Yeah. Or present day Lori, but it's in the past now. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Inception. Would you like a couple cold hard facts real quick? Yeah, of as course. As we're wrapping up the eighth inning? Yes. I had to look them up because I'm a big old movies by minutes nerd. The Rockford bus is a 1947 GMC PD 3751. Uh-huh. Which is basically a Greyhound bus of the era. Yes, I said 1947. It's a future it is bus. anachronistic. <laughs> Racing's bus is an Aerocoach Mastercraft P46. Same Which year? Sounds bus. like something from World War II. Yeah. It's oh, okay. such a cooler bus. I'm sorry, Rockford. It looks Yeah, beautiful. I like their bus. Well, it would make sense that the um, Rockford bus... You said the Rockford was 1947, right? Yep. So that would make yep. sense if Gina Davis was a Terminator. Right. 
She brought it back. So she brought, she brought it back yeah, from, she did. from several years from now. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That makes there sense. That's go. the only thing that makes sense, honestly. <laughs> that is the end of the eighth inning. The bus pulls off. We oh. hear Rockford singing the song. Are we going to uh-huh. talk about Doris and Mr. Murphy? Oh, yeah. And May? Yeah. I love that he got to to razz Madonna. Oh, I know. And I love Doris. He's like, come on. She's like, why do you got to? <laughs> like, she's good oh, natured. She's like, like, you're going to make her feel bad. I know. I love how she says it. Like, oh, come on. Don't make her feel bad. <laughs> like... <laughs> In a way that's like half don't make her feel bad and half that was pretty funny. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I love they stay. They say steak dinner in unison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, motivation for your character is important, and so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really cute together. Yeah. Oh, and we didn't mention Dottie getting her little pennant, her yes. rock. Yeah, and she asked how pennant. much they are. She's like, "Help yourself." Yeah. Uh, I do notice though that the guy takes them out of the window after that. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Okay, I trash. recognize you. You're a player, but we're gonna put these away for next season." She's like, your team didn't win, so you can have one. Yeah. But that's Wait, you want a loser pennant? Yeah, sure take two <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of sad she didn't take one for kit yeah stick it in her bag as she's it's walking like, away yeah. to win like That's a enough. kick me like a kick, <laughs> kick me sign. To win, yeah. <laughs> i like that she takes one though i know she's got a little bit of sentiment in her damn it <laughs> yeah she's like this used to be my playground <laughs> <laughs> that could have been the end fade to black <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Don't even have Tom Gina Hanks in the last Davis scene. looking into the camera saying, this used to be my playground. Ladies and gentlemen, Madonna. And then it cuts to a performance by Madonna. I'm not really sure what why they didn't do that. I don't know how you would do it with only one name, but I need her to say it the way Patrick Stewart in, introduced Salt and Peppa on SNL. <laughs> like you've never heard those words put together before? Salt and Peppa! <laughs> oh, Lord. What a good movie. We did it, guys. Yeah, yes. I usually I usually ask our guests what their uh, history is with the movie, but you got to see this in theaters, which yeah. I'm very jealous yeah. of. I feel, like we, I feel like I have a memory. Do you ever have those memories? Of course you do. Everyone does. I had this f- maybe false memory, but I feel like it's real. We drove, I was going to church camp, and I feel like we drove to the town where church camp was, went and saw a league of their own, and then dropped me off at church camp. But the the timing is all wrong. I just don't... I, I, remember, I, I remember being in a theater that wasn't in my town watching this movie. Huh. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's a classic. All-time great. There was a time when I would watch That Thing You Do, Apollo 13, Forrest Gump, and this. Because I just... I guess I like, Tom, like historical Tom Hanks. Like, mm. I would just like... I, I feel like I may have just watched those movies for a time period in like... Probably, yeah, when I was like in 96 or 97. When it was like... I hadn't found the grittiness that all teenage boys need to find in in a uh, like Fight Club or whatever yet. <laughs> yeah, and I was mm-hmm. like, nope, more Tom Hanks. Let's do more Tom Hanks through time. <laughs> and uh, so this movie and those other movies, just like I love period Tom Hanks doing period dress and mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. being his amazing self. Tom Hanks through time is a great theme for a oh yeah movie binge. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, that thing you do is one of them. And I know someone has tackled that minute by minute. Yeah. But my whole thing with doing these was I wanted the movies that I watched over and yeah. over and over again in that era. And this was one of them. And I realized one of the things I really like and why it's almost always summer movies is I like feeling the hot, crappy late summer day. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. in this movie, when when she goes out to the mound and like they're in the direct sunlight, yeah, you feel summer mm-hmm. yeah. in this inning. Oh, like yeah. it just goes straight into your bones and you feel it. And um the sandlot is another yeah. one that does that for me. Yeah. It feels right. Like the the film has captured that aura of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like Spirit in the Sky or Green Onions start playing as like sweat <laughs> yeah. drips off your eyelashes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love those. But yeah, I, I agree. I mean, like, and that's why that's why Aaron and I were, were getting stoked because we we were like, we're going to do that thing or uh, a league of their own because there's so much. We just done Newsies Minute and we were like, mm-hmm. OK, so we'll do Crossroads, which is like a, a Britney Spears movie from the early 2000s, which Aaron grew up or not grew up watching, but like has watched and loved. And like we sort of like a palate cleanser. And they were like, and then we'll mm-hmm. go back into like a period sort of situation with a league of their own. And so uh, but I was when I heard you guys were doing it like in innings and all this stuff mm-hmm. like and I talked to you on Joe versus the minute I was like all right this is fine it's in good hands it's in very good hands so I'm really happy <laughs> that you guys that it's you guys that are doing it and if you and Aaron decide like no we really want to tackle it minute by minute good lord this movie could sustain it because yeah. there's are, so many beautiful details to we it we came up with our our th- we're, we came up with 10 a 10 movie plan awesome. the other night of what the genre we're, the genre we're diving into so we are we're nice. all set we're excited about about what we're coming up with so but yeah that that was a big thing cuz i know someone there was a team that started a league of their own one minute at a time yeah but i don't think they ever finished it yeah like people talked about it and guesting on it and then like nothing ever happened yeah. so i was just like well at least if i do it this way like yeah. it, it's still, it still exists it, for yeah exactly yeah I think this is a really good way of doing it, though. I would not want to just do a straight minute by minute of something that's already been done minute by... You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's totally fine to do the same movies. You just got to mix it up. Are all your innings the same length, or did you did you cut no. them for? Per- okay, good. I was like, yeah. what an amazing luck that it was that the that the <laughs> the inning length of eighth inning was exactly this exact thing. Wow, that was really yeah. lucky, I guess. And I was like, James, you're an idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> of course, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the um this is one of the longer yeah. ones, although not the longest one. No. I should have chopped differently at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. It's done. It's recorded. We're good. <laughs> this is so this has been so much fun. I I love talking with people who love the movie we're talking about. I just banged my mic. Who love talking <laughs> about the movie so much. Like I just love being like, and this and this love it so much. Yeah. So this mm. is so fun. This is so mm-hmm. great. It's great. Well, uh, you mentioned your podcast, but where can people find it if they're looking for you? The best way to find stuff that we're doing because by the minute podcasts that we do are so fleeting and it's hard to promote and know when stuff is coming out. Best place to find me is at unabashed James. And I will have links to everything I'm doing and I'll retweet and, and promote and do all sorts of stuff. Uh, not only my stuff, but the stuff of friends and people that I think are awesome. Like, the, what do you call this a league of their own inning by inning one, one inning at a time. time one inning at a time perfect like for instance this show like I, I will absolutely retweet the heck out of this because it's an amazing show so I'm, I'm really happy and I feel really blessed to have been on it thank you for having me but on Unab- oh, unabashed James is, is a great place to, to find me thank you yes, so much James. you're so glad to have you on thank you so much for having me it was, it was really really great
Have a stretch, get some refreshments, and join us right back here for the bottom of the eighth, next time on A League of Their Own, one inning at a time.